Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Welcome back to Budweiser's Weekday Sports Beat, hour number two for this Tuesday evening. Budweiser's Weekday Sports Beat on 960 AM WSBT, streaming live at WSBTradio.com and the WSBT Radio app, brought to you by Budweiser, the Food Bank of Northern Indiana, Barnabys of Mishawaka and Granger, and Tim Growl, State Farm Insurance. My name is Darren Pritchett. Ten minutes after 6 o'clock, let's talk Notre Dame football recruiting. Some very interesting news from this afternoon. And we bring on our expert, Notre Dame football recruiting insider for Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com. Mike Singer is going to join me every Tuesday at 6.07 to talk Notre Dame football recruiting. We had a nice morning Interview every Tuesday on Sportsbeat AM, and Mike has been kind enough to make the transition to the afternoon with me. So, Mike, good to be with you on this Tuesday afternoon. How are you? I'm doing great. Appreciate you having me on, Darren. You bet. Always appreciate your time. So how about this? We have two commitments over the last few days, and that's not the lead story or lead question in this particular segment. A few hours ago, Mike, I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but I'm assuming this is a bit of a surprise as a young man by the name of Richard Young, a five-star running back in the 23 class, all of a sudden appears to have Notre Dame on his radar. Give us some background on this kind of surprising development involving Richard Young. It's been a crazy past week or so, Darren. When, when you said there, two commitments in the past few days, I'm thinking to myself, Oh, crap, I can only think of one. But you're right, there is two. But that last Friday feels like uh, years yeah. ago at this point. I mean, no, this Notre Dame football staff does not stop. They don't sleep on the recruiting trail. So, yeah, pretty surprising news. I you know, just kind of heard recently that Notre Dame was getting in the mix more with this five-star running back, Richard Young, from southwest Florida. I mean, he's narrowed down his list a couple of times already. I mean, Notre Dame – offered him last February, so back in 2021, and he's cut down his list twice since, and Notre Dame didn't make it, so you're thinking, eh, five-star running back from Florida, he's already eliminated Notre Dame, all right, let's move on here, and then uh, and then here he is, um, you know, uh, tweeting out that he locked in an official visit with Notre Dame. Uh, running back's coach, Delane McCullough, went to his high school this past week, uh, yeah, last week, and look, I mean, during the spring evaluation period when, you know, the Notre Dame coaches are out on the road, they're not allowed to sit down in the home or, you know, have long conversations with the recruits per NCAA rules. But, you know, you make your presence known at a high school, you, you know, you get to know the coaching staff, you roam those halls, and, and that's a big deal. And, you know, McCullough and, and Young have started to build a good relationship here in the past couple of weeks and led pretty quickly to Young setting up an official visit. So, these players get five official visits where the schools you know, fly the kids up, host them for 48 hours, you know, all expenses pay trip. And it's, it's a pretty big deal um, that Notre Dame is one of those five. Now, do they ultimately land them? You know, I don't know, but you know, it's, 
you know, it, it's it's a big deal alone just to get them on campus. I know you don't have an exact percentage, so generally speaking, Mike, how often do you see a player have a list of 10, 7, 5 schools, whatever the case may be, they narrow it down, then all of a sudden they add a school and go on an official visit to that school. Does that happen very often? Yeah, it's more common than you would think. Okay. Um, yeah, things, you know, recruiting's just so fluid. You know, I always try to, you know, remind Notre Dame fans that on our loose emoji message board at blueandgold.com. Like, you know, just to kind of expect the unexpected. You know, the the only constant is change. Like, that's, that's kind of how it goes with recruiting. So, um, but... I mean, when you just look at it from afar, you have a five-star running back from Florida with offers from, you know, some of the schools that he's really looking at right now, Texas A&M, Oklahoma, Georgia, Florida, Alabama. You know, that player just usually doesn't all of a sudden decide, hey, I'm taking an official visit to Notre Dame out of the blue. That, that just that speaks volumes to this Notre Dame staff. So in this particular sense, yeah, this, this doesn't often, happen too often there, does it, Darren? No. That's why I thought I would ask. I just don't remember that happening very often around these yeah, parts. Not, yeah, like right, like not at this five-star Florida yeah. running back level, but it, it happens plenty with you know three, four-star guys. Sure. But for Notre Dame with a five-star running back from the Sunshine State, yeah, this is, this doesn't happen often. Mike, according to On Three, of course, the service that Blue and Gold Illustrated is a part of, Notre Dame has the number one recruiting class currently in the class of 2023, and there's already a running back in that class in Cedric Irvin Jr. out of Miami, Florida. Do you think the Irish wanted to get a couple of running backs in this class, or is this a situation where all of a sudden a five-star knocks on your door and Cedric Irvin is a great recruit. I mean, a four-star running back. The Irish really like him. But is this a situation that, hey, we got to talk to this guy. We got to see if we can bring him aboard another great player. Or do they want two running backs in this class? Both. Okay. Both. So Notre Dame, this staff is, you know, this ain't your grandpa's Notre Dame. You know, like, um, and I, I just use that as a funny term. But, sure. like, this isn't the Notre Dame of the past decade in terms of this staff is – super aggressive like Notre Dame has that commitment from Cedric Irvin he had you know big time offers before he committed to Notre Dame his father Cedric Irvin senior um tore it up at Michigan State as a running back like the kids got you know a solid ranking you know big time offers great bloodlines and then Notre Dame next week it looks like they're closing in on a commitment from Jade Lamar another four-star running back and he's from the state of Washington so got okay you got Irvin committed could be getting Lamar, and then there's a running back by the name of Jeremiah Love from St. Louis who is a track star and a big-time back, and Notre Dame has hosted him on campus, and we'll get him on an official visit sometime soon, whether it's this summer or maybe into the fall. So you're thinking, okay, can you take three running backs? Like, what, 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 Can one of these guys play corner or slot or what's going on? And then Richard Young news breaks, so it's like, I mean, how, how many? I mean, what's going on? You just have more questions than answers. But my message to Notre Dame fans right now is, the staff is aggressive. They're going to go after the very best players and figure things out. Like I'm not worried yet. Like let these things play out. You know, they they always do um, work itself out. So it's a it's a great spot for Notre Dame to be when you're uh, when you're recruiting at this level. Um, I mean, it's, it's a 
it's an interesting dilemma that uh, will be interesting to follow. He is Mike Singer, Notre Dame football recruiting insider at Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com. I'm Darren Pritchett, Budweiser's weekday sports beat on WSBT Radio. Mike, let's go back to late last week. The Irish picked up a verbal commitment. A second offensive lineman from the state of North Carolina joins the class of 2023, Sullivan Absher. Pretty big guy already out of Belmont, North Carolina, 6'6", 275. What stands out about the latest Harry Heastan recruit? Yeah, we got to update that weight because I was told he's up to 297. Mm. Um, and, and he's got long arms, too. He's a, a tackle recruit all the way. Absher is one of those players. Like, So he commits there. And then we're already moving on to talking about like Dante Moore, the five-star quarterback, or Richard Young, the five-star running back. It, you know, oh, Sullivan Absher committed you know, four days ago. That's old news, right? I'm already forgetting about it after all. <laughs> but I need Notre Dame fans to remember this is a huge deal. I talked to Tom Lemming, you know, one of the godfathers of recruiting coverage. He told me that Absher's got not only first-round pick potential, he sees number one overall potential in this kid. Um, you know, he's a special football player. I, I, I think he would have blown up a little bit more if his offense, they didn't play a, a run of veer. So you don't see any of him pass blocking. Cause I think, you know, they barely threw the ball, you know, during his junior season, they ran it. And he's a, you know, he's got all of the measurables, the work ethic, the size, the strength. He's a ball of clay that Harry, he gets the mold and such a high upside on Sullivan Absher. So um, Clemson very much wanted him. So Notre Dame went into their backyard in Charlotte, which I will call their backyard. And absolutely in terms of recruiting, mm-hmm. you know, they do very well in that, in that area. And uh, yeah, Notre Dame went and got him. It's a really good gift for the Irish and Harry Houston. Mike, out of all due respect to Clemson, who has won national championships, something that Notre Dame is still trying to acquire their first one since 88, but I'll tell you what, Mike, from an offensive line standpoint, there's night and day difference between Notre Dame and Clemson. Clemson, I think, is being held back a little bit by offensive line play the last couple of years. Notre Dame has sent all these guys to the NFL. The godfather, Harry Heaston, is now back, coach of the offensive line. To me, there's a lot of advantages for Notre Dame over Clemson right now in offensive line recruiting. To me, it is a no-brainer for Sullivan. Yeah, I mean, every time I interview one of these offensive linemen who committed to Notre Dame, it's, it's, I mean, it's always the same reasons. You know, we, now the factor of Harry Heastan is just kind of added in. But even under Jeff Quinn, it's like offensive line tradition and offensive linemen typically are really good students. That's just one of those things. They're no-nonsense kids most of the time, and they're really good students. So picking Notre Dame just makes a lot of sense. Um, and uh, Sullivan Absher – you know, he, he, he told me that he wanted to stretch out his decision a little bit more, but when he was on campus for the Blue-Gold game, told his mom, I, I mean, why wait? This is where I want to be. So went ahead and locked in his decision, and um, again, really good gift for the Fighting Irish. And just to clarify, he's probably, in fact, just write it in ink, he's going to be an offensive tackle here, correct? Right. I love him at right tackle. Okay. Because, you know, with his run blocking – background i think he's a prototypical right tackle um yeah and and so maybe that if he's a right tackle maybe he's not a number one overall no. pick but uh, just to kind of give folks like just the 
understanding of this young man's upside it's enormous I wanted to clarify because even offensive guards don't go number one overall so I I wanted to clarify he is going to be probably an offensive tackle here in South Bend well Mike we've talked about the 2023 class number one in the country and there's still no quarterback in that class. We might have a new audience since we moved from mornings to afternoon. So if you wouldn't mind, I know you get asked a lot about this. Five-star quarterback Dante Moore has visited South Bend several times. He's on official visits right now. Where do you think the Irish stand with the guy that everybody wants the roots for, the Fighting Irish, Dante Moore? I mean, sometimes I'm like, what am I doing wrong as a reporter here? Because I keep talking to people and – I kind of just get the same story. Like, where's the, where, where's the other stuff? Like, where is? Oh no, this guy thinks Miami leads. This guy thinks LSU leads. No, it's I, I just keep hearing Notre Dame, and so I'm just gonna. I put in a predict Darren Beck in fe, mid February at on three um, for him to land at Notre Dame, and uh, here we are, and I, I still feel pretty good about that. I'm even more confident then uh, when the, now than when I put it in. So. Um, Miami, LSU, and Oregon seem to be the biggest contenders um, for him. And uh, if you're listening to this live, um, you'll want to go to blueandgold.com later tonight and uh, read an article called Lucky Charms. I'm going to have more insight on Richard Young and Dante Moore uh, to the, I mean, now I would say, you know, Young is one of the most important targets on the Notre Dame board now because he's just so darn good. And obviously, Dante Moore has been the most crucial target for the Irish um, for, for quite some time. So um, we're going to have an article on that at BloomGold.com tonight. So um, kind of give a little bit of a sneak peek into where I think Dante Moore's recruitment is going to go. But uh, the hint for your uh, live radio audience, Darren, and your podcast, and posting this on my podcast as well, the, the hint is that I, I really feel good about Notre Dame's chances with them. See, you've got this radio thing down. That was a strong tease right there. <laughs> I can't wait to I see mean, what I've, you're going to write tonight now. I've got plenty of experience there. I think we've been doing this for a couple <laughs> years now. So every week for a couple years. So, yeah. Mike Singer, Recruiting Insider, Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com. We'll tell you how to be become a subscriber of Blue and Gold in just a moment. But we have to talk about another commitment as well, Mike, as the Irish got a verbal commitment from Owen Wafel, W-A-F-L-E. I guessed Waffle. I was wrong. It is Owen Wafel. And he becomes the second member of the class of 2024, so he won't sign for a year and a half. But, Mike, being on Blue and Gold Illustrated, reading your articles it sure sounds like Notre Dame has picked up kind of that Kurt Heinisch guy, that high-motor interior defensive lineman that's going to cause a lot of trouble for the opposition once he gets to South Bend. Yeah. I, if I were him, I'd go with Waffle and you know get some NIL deals with uh, Waffle yeah. House. But, hey, that's just me, Darren. Um, yeah, so he's a, he's just a sophomore in high school, right? He's just about to graduate, or, or excuse me, finish up his sophomore year and go into junior year. Mm. Um, so he's got a couple more years before he gets to Notre Dame. Um, and I don't know if you watched his live, the live stream of his announcement. His dad was sitting next to him, um, and uh, his dad looks about 6'6 six, six or 6'7, six, massive dude. Um, so Owen Wafel sitting at about you know 6'2 or 6'3. You know, if, he, if, if he grows a couple more inches, I don't know. If the Kurt Heinisch comparison that I've made 
Um, I called him a more athletic Kurt Heinisch, just to kind of give people an example sure. of the type of player he is. Um, you know, then you know if he if he's a couple inches bigger than I, I don't know. I mean, the upside to this kid is is, is pretty big at that point. But um, I think he's just a solid piece for the future of the Notre Dame defensive line, whether he's a nose guard or a three tech or you know just kind of moving around. He's really athletic. Um, he's quick off the ball. He's strong and only going to get bigger at this point. And again, dad looks about six, six or six, seven. So if, even if we're talking about six, four, Owen Wayful, I mean, he could be a disruptive force. Boy, Mike, it seems like, I know this is a hypothetical statement. It feels like they have like 72 defensive line recruits between the 23 yeah. and 24 class because they just continue to come and come and come. You got four elite guys in the 23 class led by Keon Keeley, the edge rusher out of Tampa. And you've got now Wayful joining Brandon Davis Swain, one of those guys that will come off the edge probably for this Fighting Irish football team. So between those two classes, I know none of the six have signed as of yet, but if they sign on the dotted line, my heavens, we have been so appreciative of the job Mike Elston did for years here in South Bend, now at Michigan. But now you look at what the Irish are doing right now. I mean, they have picked up where he left off and maybe taken it up a notch. I wish the great Lou Samoji were here um, to, to see this because, you know, we always talk about defensive line being the white whale that Notre Dame, you know, struggles with. And, you know, now it's, you know, you're looking more on the edges, but I mean, it's, it's crazy. I mean, they have six defensive linemen committed right now between the, the 23 and 24 cycles. You have, you know, four and 23 and, and two so far in 24. And I mean, they, you can argue that of those six, the one, a guy in 2023 that they're still after might be the best and <laughs> have to chase him more. And Keon Keeley, I think will be a first round pick when it's all said and done, but, and Jason Moore, you know, like he's just as good, different positions. Keon Keeley is, um, you know, he's just a big time weak side defensive end edge rusher, Jason Moore, more of a strong side end slash D tackle play one of those spots, you know, move him around. Uh, but Jason Moore is just special. He's long. Uh, he's so strong. He's got great pass rush moves, run stopper. I mean, he's really the complete package. And I think Notre Dame's going to end up landing Jason Moore. So, wow. And then look at Ed, the 2024 class. There's a young man uh, by the name of Elijah Rushing from um, Tucson, Arizona. He looks like a Keon Keeley clone. Uh, and he's already you know close to being a five-star prospect per on three. So, I think Notre Dame could land him eventually. So it's, it's just looking crazy good for Al Washington, Al Golden, and that staff. It's amazing when you go all in on recruiting, isn't it? It is. It's not too bad. And it's, um, you know, I remember the, the fall of 2019, my first, you know, first fall cover Notre Dame mm. football recruiting. It was slow. You know, Notre Dame had mostly locked up its 2020 class. And I'm like, There's nothing really going on. I, miss those days now there's no there's no break here there's no break i love it hey mike you guys still have i think anyway the greatest deal going still available at blueandgold.com folks if you're an irish football fan basketball baseball on down the line blue and gold has everything for you and you still have a great opportunity for people to join the blue and gold family i was telling our staff in the meeting the other day i mean i've been in this business for almost a decade now uh, covering, you know, football recruiting. I, I haven't seen a, a website like ours and covering everything. I mean, 
anything going on in Notre Dame sports between football, uh, women's basketball, men's basketball, baseball. I mean, we've even done lacrosse coverage, hockey. Tyler Horka did a phenomenal job covering, obviously, football recruiting, basketball recruiting, and both men's and women's. I mean, everything we cover at blueandgold.com. Um, so it, it, it's truly amazing. It's a dollar for one year of premium access. So all my recruiting coverage, everything we have going on the message board, I'm on there posting a thousand times a month uh, with <laughs> talking to our subscribers. It, it's, it's really an amazing deal. So um, definitely check it out while it's still it's there. So just head to blueandgold.com and uh, you'll see the deal right there at the top of the page. And you'll get lucky charms tonight from you with some yep. good yep. details on some of the players we talked about tonight. Mike, thanks I've, so much. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah I've hyped it up a lot, so i got to deliver, so I'll make sure to, <laughs> to make it good. We're going to need a double helping of Lucky Charms tonight after this particular segment. Mike, fantastic job as always on this show and at blueandgold.com. Always greatly appreciate your insight, and wow, I think you have probably – Got a lot of Irish fans fired up with this interview with all the amazing things that you're reporting on at this particular time. And who knows what we'll be talking about next week. Yep, sounds good, Darren. Thank you. Thank you so much. Mike Singer, Notre Dame football recruiting insider at Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com. Again, he'll have some really good information tonight in his Lucky Charms recruiting article. You'll see it later tonight at blueandgold.com. Wow, recruiting is hot as ever right now here in South Bend. Halfway through the 7 o'clock hour, I'm Darren Pritchett. This is Budweiser's Weekday Sports Beat from Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 